Amen. Amen. Once again, you are welcome in the name of Jesus. Uh, God has been taking us through a seat. God bless you. You may not mute your devices, but be sure you are very awake. Now, God has been taking us through a series um, titled Walking with God in Times Like This. Brethren, I want you to know that walking with God is hard work. It takes hard work, determination to walk with God. And to wake up and pray every morning, I tell you, is not a child's play. So I want to encourage you to do more. God is taking record. The Bible says we should not be weary and well done. So don't be weary physically, spiritually. God is taking note. And the rewarder himself will reward you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray for you, your reward will speak out from now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, um, this morning, God has been taking us through this. And we have looked at, you know, five things or what it means to walk with God. We talked about number one, it means to know God. Number two. We talked about it means being constantly led by the Spirit of God. Number three is that we talked about walking with God means walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit is different from being constantly led by it. Walking in the Spirit means that your spirit is always turning. Your spirit is in alignment with the Spirit of God. You know what the Spirit is saying at every time. God can tell you today fast. God can tell you, I want you to pray. God can tell you, I want you to go and study this chapter of the Bible. God can tell you, oh, call this person now, 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 now. So they are being walking in the spirit. God can tell you, dissociate yourself from these colleagues of yours in that work, or this classmate of yours in school, or this neighbor is going to lure you to sin, dissociate. Now, you listening to that, you are working with God. You are working with God. And then number four, we talked about it means living in God's will. I mean, God's perfect will, not in your own will. Not, um, you know, God, you know, the people, the people, God give them meats. But, the, you know, the Bible says that if at the end of the day, it's like they begin to choke out of that food. Why? Because God was not happy with them. It's like pressuring your, your, your earthly parent or friend to give you something. And that person knows that that thing is not good for you. But now say, okay, have it. But at the end of the day, it leads to no satisfaction. And then we also talked about it means pleasing God at all costs. Pleasing God in 2 Timothy 2 verse 4, that we should please him that has called us. So when we talk about walking with God, it means you are pleasing God. It means that you are pleasing God. Now, I want to tell you that working with God will separate you. And very soon, we are going to look at the cost of working with God. But for this morning, turn your Bible with me to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. And um, I, will, I will read from here, from verses 1. From verses 1. Um, so I will read from verse 1 to, uh, to 4. And then I'll need somebody else to read from verse 5 to 6 and somebody else from verse 7 to 9. And uh, so you read very loud uh, if you're reading for us. Now, and it came to pass 
when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days. Brethren, if you study from Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 5, verse 32, um, there is no place in specific where God talks about the age of man, how long man can live on earth. No, because his original plan wasn't that man should die. It's like, it's like living in paradise. Now, but then because of the sin, sin that was, you know, it was prevalent among man, among the, the inhabitants of the earth, God shortened their years. You remember in the days of, you know, Adam, you know, you know, all of them said, you know, this and that, they lived close to a thousand years. But God shortened it to war and 20. Why? Because of sin. Now, verse 4. And there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bear children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Let somebody read from verse 5 to 6. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord mm. was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy men whom I have created from the face of the heads both men and beasts, and the creeping things, and the fowls of the hair, for it repented me that I have made them, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a man and perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. Amen. Praise the Lord. This morning, in the name of Jesus, for you and your household, you will find grace in the sight of God. I will find grace in the sight of God. All our students, all our children, all our men, women, the city, the church of God will find grace in the sight of God. Now, this, we are looking at the example of Noah. We look at the first example, Enoch. Now, Noah was a descendant of Enoch. And so, parents, if you are serving the Lord now, it's not difficult to, to, to picture what the future of your children will look like. If you remain steadfast to the end, it's not difficult to, to, to picture what will, what will happen even after you have grown really old and you are, the Lord took you home. It's not, it's not difficult to really decide what the future of your children and your seed look like. 
because you're serving God. So Enoch was the great, 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 great grandfather of Noah. Now, after the, the, the generation of uh, Enoch passed, men again returned to wickedness. The wickedness did not cease. And so right from then, God began to look for men. He began to search to see, okay, what I need, I, who can I show favor to? And he began to watch. And there was only one man on the face of the earth at that time that found grace in the sight of God. Now, God was about to destroy the entire universe. And the Bible tells us in verse eight and nine, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Brethren, whatever you do today in this year for the rest of your life, you need grace. You need grace. You need the grace of God is what distinguishes. The grace of God is what sets you apart. The Bible didn't tell us that, oh, because, oh, it was the righteousness of Enoch that said, I mean, the, of Noah that set him apart. Yet, it was a just man, but one thing that brought about that is the grace that he found. I will find grace. You will find grace in the sight of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, look at what the Bible then says about this man. These are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man. So to be part, to walk with God means to be just. The word just, or they say the word justice, is from the word just. When you say something is just, that means that thing is right. That means that thing is, the, is correct. That thing is, is void of any any um any any form of iniquity it is the right thing to do and so noah was just brethren we must be just we must put on justice we must people that are just excuse me in your dealing in life you must be just in your place of work you must be just. Your family, you must be just. With your children, don't have favorites. All your children, they are your children. When God give them to you, didn't tell you this will be your favorite. So you must be just. Fairness. Now, when we talk about being just, we're also talking about fairness, equity. So Noah was a just man. So in order for you and I to walk with God, Noah walked with God in his days. And this man, not only did he walk with God, he was a just man. Yet, he also has family. In fact, the Bible tells us he has children. And if you read further, you find the names, you know, Ams, Japheth, and, and Sham, all yes, you know, is the names of his children. Yes, in verse 10, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham and Japheth. So he, he had children too. And the children later married. And he had wives. The Bible didn't tell us about the name of the wife. But it tells you that even as you are right now, whether you are married, single, you can be just. You can be just. There's no particular state of our life where we can be just. You can be just right now. If 
you are connected to the roots that can cleanse you and that can make you just, which is Jesus Christ. Now, also another thing we are seeing here is that he was a perfect man. Noah was a perfect man. So to walk with God, you must be perfect. You might say, is it possible to be perfect? Yes, it is possible. Very, very possible to be perfect. So number two is be perfect. Be perfect in your thoughts. Be perfect in your words. Be perfect in everything that you do, in your dealings with man, in your dealings with the people around you. You must be perfect. He said, be ye therefore perfect, even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. Abraham also was, God told him after he had messed up with Hagar in chapter 16 of Genesis. And then in chapter 17, verse 1, the next thing we hear is that God visited and said, walk before me and be perfect. My prayer for you is that the Lord will reveal the true state, your true state to you. You will know your true state with him today in the name of Jesus. He will open your eyes to see what your true state is. Now, to be perfect, it has so many things. It means so many things. To be perfect, it means that you are blameless. It means that there is no error found with you by the Almighty God. Uh, men, may, men, may, men may find error. That's not what we are talking about. But what we are talking about is the fact that being, being perfect requires that you are a man, a woman without error. You are a man, a woman without sin. There is no sin dwelling in you. There is no sin dwelling in, in, in whatever you do. You might say, how is that possible in this wicked world? Yes, it's very, very possible. Very, very possible. You see, Anytime God looks at us, he looks at, he sees Jesus. He sees Jesus, the mercy of the Lord. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all our sins, cleanses us from all our errors. He makes us perfect in the sight of God. So you don't become perfect by your own wisdom. And then number three is Enoch walked with God. He walked with God. That means this man was a lover of God. Was a lover of God. And that's number, number three of lessons that we are learning regarding Enoch. I mean, Noah, he walked with God. To walk with God means to love God. Do you love God above yourself? Do you love God above your, above, above your desires? If you love God, there are some things you will know that will help you determine. Do you find it hard to pray to him? Do you find it hard to love the people that he loved? Do you find it hard to study his word? Do you find it hard to hear from him? Do you give to him? Because there's no love without giving. So, brethren, 
what it means to walk with God, it means to love God. As you love God with the whole of your heart, I want you to know that as you do this, God counts them to you for righteousness. When you love your neighbor as you love yourself, God counts it as to you, I mean to you for righteousness. So Noah is a good example. Brethren, it can be you. Your name can be there. Noah does not have to have, my name can be there. You have a choice to make. Now, I pray for each one of you in the name of Jesus that you will, you will be just in the sight of God. You will be perfect in the sight of God and you will walk before God and be perfect in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to, uh, you are going to pray this prayer point. You write them down. Number one prayer point. Father, I thank you for your word that you have brought to me this morning. Number two prayer point. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Let me find grace in your sight like Noah found grace in your side. Number three. So number two is, Lord Jesus, let me find grace in your side as Noah found grace in your side. Number three, Lord Jesus, help me to be just and perfect in your sight today and for the rest of my life. Prayer point number four, Lord Jesus, help me to walk before you and be perfect. Give me the grace to love you. Give me the grace to obey you. Give me the grace to set myself apart even for you. And then lastly, add your personal prayer point and thank him for answered prayer. If you are here this morning, you are not born again you know that you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. While the rest of you are praying, I want you to, this morning, I want you to know that you can be that Noah of your generation. You can be that person. Yes, but you have to make a choice this morning. You don't become righteous or perfect with your own strength. The Lord has to help you. So you are here, you are not born again. I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning as sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Cleanse me from all iniquity. Help me to walk before you and be perfect. Help me to be just in all that I do. Show me your mercy. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, if you have prayed this prayer, I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, as you have prayed this prayer of faith, the Lord answers your prayer. It shall be well with you. Your sin are forgiven you. Your name is written in the book of life, and nothing will pull you out of God's way. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go ahead, pray those five prayer points, and commit your way into the hand of God. Open your mouth this morning. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your word that you have sent unto me this morning. Pekonia, Petia, Galadish, and the Piada. 
Kongogoli de Kedekeni ni Karabisa sa on telegoske temie baskon poshan taladikasko legro tepeskini apashandiela. Turn them to testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. If you are not sleeping, I want you to unmute your device and shout a big amen. 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 I want to stress in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you especially for this blessed morning. Thank you for your word which you have brought unto us. Your children have heard your word. Let this word mix with faith in our heart. In the name of Jesus, I pray all your children who have heard your word this morning, those that will yet hear this word. I pray in the name of Jesus like Noah, let each one of them find grace in your sight in the name of Jesus. Let them find grace and favor in your sight in the mighty name of Jesus. Each of days I lift up this one into your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus as they go out today, all their hard desire, turn them to testimony. Father, as we meet again this evening, even for prayer, Lord, I pray, let there be testimonies in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that good work you have started, you have said this are your glory, nothing short of glory, now going in and coming out in the name of Jesus. We give you glory in Jesus' most powerful name. We are afraid. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless each one of you in Jesus' name. For your life. Make sure you share your testimony. Your testimony confirms that yes, that God answers your prayer. And he could also encourage somebody. The Lord bless you. Find favor in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to you.